Hi guys, my name is Nikki Alvarez and I am the host of the Homeschool Lifestyle Podcast. I'm so happy that you tuned in to listen and ch chill and chat with me today. I am a mama of four from Huntington Beach, California. I'm actually chilling on the beach right now filming this or recording this, I should say. And I homeschool or we homeschool three out of our four children. We have three girls, one boy in that order. Our oldest is 11. She's in sixth grade. Our second oldest is eight, about to be nine, and she's in third grade. Our youngest girl is, she just turned seven actually, and she's a first grader. And then we have our son who is three and he's not quite homeschooling yet. So I decided to start this podcast. I've been going back and forth with it for quite a for quite some time now, actually. And I've had a lot of support from my community just saying, you should start a podcast. A lot of people come to me with questions about homeschooling. And it's honestly a lot of people who aren't homeschooling yet. It's people who are wanting to tip the scales and leave traditional schooling and go into the home. And it's been really cool to actually see some of these families make that transition with my help and I just kind of feel like it's what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So I started a podcast. <laughs> and my purpose with the podcast is to just create space for like-minded individuals who are either already homeschooling or who want to homeschool but not aren't quite sure where to start or aren't quite sure that the community exists for, you know, the type of lifestyle that they want to have and whatnot. And I say that because when I first started homeschooling and looking into homeschooling, when I was actually committed and was like, okay, this is what we're going to do for our family. A lot of the stuff that was out there was very, very religious and, our family were definitely more of a spiritual type of family. We like to hold space for how all cultures connect to God or don't. Um, and for us, that really has made a huge change in our lives. So we wanted to make sure that we implemented that into our homeschool with our kids. So this is a space for us, for us who are just really connected in a different way. Maybe we don't go to church every Sunday. Maybe we do. And that's cool too. I'm not, I'm not shitting on, you know, religions or churches or however anybody connects to source energy, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm just saying that we do speak about that in our homeschool often, but it's not, you know, we're definitely not pulling out the Bible and reading scripture or anything like that, but we are talking about animal spirit guides and how these different animal totems you'll see pop up throughout your life. We are talking about astrology. We are talking about herbal medicine. We are talking about connection to Gaia, to earth, to things like that. And I think that that's a huge shift that we're going to see happening in the future here within the next like 20 years. I know just in our community alone, I have heard that there are two schools that closed down in one of our districts 
because of this huge number of homeschoolers that are popping up in, you know, in our little community here in Huntington. So it's a big shift that's happening. And if you look (laughs) astrologically at what has been happening with the world, especially since 2020, um, you'll see that a lot of that really aligns uh, when we talk about what's being said in schools, what's not being said in schools. We talk about um, the food industry and what is being served to our kids in these schools or the simple fact that we can't serve our kids the things that we want to be serving them just because there isn't logistically time in the day to maybe make home-cooked meals or whatever the case. There's just a, there's a huge shift happening. And it's funny because I have felt like this was kind of going to be my niche, my little, my little corner of the earth was going to be homeschooling my kids. Once, once I took the dive and I actually decided to do it. So here we are, you know, living the dream, making it happen. So for us, just to give you a little bit about how we kind of do things, I think every family does things that are differently. And I love hearing all the time how different families homeschool their families because I get so many ideas and so much inspiration. And I love hearing how other families are organizing their days or their curriculum or, um, you know, how they're rolling through and teaching and and doing lessons, especially families with multiple grades, because it gets tricky when you have more than two kids. Um, Even two kids is tricky, to be clear, especially once they're both, you know, doing lessons and they're in grades where, you know, we're talking like second grade and up where it's, you're kind of getting a little bit into some more meatier material and it's not just, you know, kind of sensory things and fun and games. Although I'm super big on fun and games and homeschooling. Um, but, you know, you're responsible for teaching them to read now. You're responsible for them being able to write and compute things and things like that. And again, maybe maybe you're not. Maybe second grade is not somewhere where you're introducing that to your kids. However, on average, that is about kind of where everybody's moving. So for us, a typical day for us is we get up nice and slow. We have cuddles in the morning. They, I let them watch TV in the morning, which I know for some homeschool families, that's like not happening. But, you know, for me and my sanity, that's what's happening while I'm making breakfast. So we'll make breakfast, um, we'll eat and we'll get together and have some sort of a circle time. We'll listen to some classical music. We'll do handwriting. Uh, every day I write down a mantra for the kids to read. Right now I'm pulling mantras from a Deepak Chopra book and it just kind of has quotes every day. And so they'll do that with some copy work. They'll talk about, you know, what day it is, what day of the week it is, um, you know, the weather, things like that for my little ones. My older one, she'll kind of get going on to whatever core subjects we're working on that day. Typically for the most part, it's normally language arts and math. So I don't, we don't have the same thing happening every single day. We are all about expanding our experiences in our family. And so it's funny because for a long time, I really was, I felt like I was like beating up, what what is this? What is the phrase? Beating a dead horse? Is that what it is? Um, Because I was trying to 
looking back now, like really replicate what was happening in school at home. But then I kind of had this revelation of like, hey, isn't that the whole point of why you homeschooled? You didn't want that for your kid. So I really kind of pulled away from that lately, especially this past year. And, you know, I'm more so trying to tap into flow and recognizing that not every day is going to look the same. And that does not mean that it's a failure. That does not mean that, you know, your kids won't have routine or anything like that. Um, so for me, what I have found to work the best for me as far as scheduling goes is we kind of work off of a, a list. So I'll write down like each kid's name and I'll say, okay, like for my, example, for my sixth grader, I'm like, okay, you've got to hit language arts and math four times this week. And language arts includes your handwriting, your lesson, reading, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Handwriting. And then there's sometimes there's writing in there, depending on what that lesson is for the day. And then I'll say, okay, for math, you got to make sure that you hit that four times a week. And that's a lesson. And from time to time, we have like a little math video that we can watch along with that if time permits. But as long as we get that juicy lesson in four times a week, I'm good with it. And I have however many times I have for science. I believe I have two times for science um, and then two times for history. Now, our kids do go to a homeschool learning center where they do math, uh, excuse me, science and history once a week anyways. So we follow along with that curriculum that they're doing there. And then I have some additives that I do for science. So a lot of times our kids will do a lesson on the weekend. And the reason being is because we're out hiking, we're out living life, running errands, they're learning life skills, they're helping me cook, we're doing family cleanups, they're at dance, they're surfing, they're, we're at the park, or we decided to get out of town for the day and explore somewhere, we're visiting my parents, or whatever it is, or we're on a field trip, we like, we love to explore new places, especially places with animals and things like that, so I like to work off this list and then on Sunday night when I'm getting ready to make the new list, I can see how much we got done in one week and I can say, okay, we need to scale back here for this week or we need to, you know, implement this a little bit more with a little bit more effort. And I have found that it has been so relieving stress-wise doing things that way because otherwise it was like on a day-to-day basis, I was just feeling really overwhelmed because I was trying to hit, you know, three subjects a day or whatever it may have been. And I was just constantly setting myself up for failure with my calendar and my to-do list because obviously it just wasn't going to happen. Um, but I did that for a few years because I was like, I just have to be better. I just got to manage my time more. And it made me come to a place of rigidity and just lack of flow. And we all know what happens when we step into that rigidity and we pull away from flow. We become really, for lack of a better way of saying, I use this phrase with my girls all the time. We become pretty sassy as moms and nobody wants to be around somebody who's sassy or who can't regulate their emotions. So that is typically what a week, a day looks like for us. And I really love it because it provides 
routine in the places of what we need to get done with that list, but it also provides a lot of flexibility. And so if the neighbors say, hey, you want to come over and come swimming? We'll go. If the neighbors say, hey, let's go out surfing, we'll go. Or, you know, we, my mom says, come visit me and she's an hour away. We'll go. Um, another big thing that we like to do in our homeschools, we'll do homeschool on the go. And a few years ago, I totally redid our second living room or family room, whatever the fancy name is for it. And I turned it into a classroom. It's, it is honestly my favorite place to be. It's beautiful. I love it in there. Um, but I got really rigid about, we do schoolwork at our desks. We do schoolwork here in the classroom. That's why I built this space for us. However, you know, we live in Southern California and we live in such a beautiful place and everywhere is beautiful. I'm a huge believer of that. And so a lot of times I'm like, all right, get your books. We're going to go do lesson under the trees in the park, in Central Park. And they'll, you know, take their skateboards or whatever and we'll work on a lesson one by one and someone will go play. And, you know, my older one, she can do her lessons on her own. They're self-led lessons. However, my third grade and my first grader, I need to be right there helping them through most of it. So I love the flexibility of open and go curriculum that allows us just to let that happen. Sometimes we take a blanket and we take our books for history and we just lay out in the front yard and we read history that way. So just to kind of like the change of pace. And I love that it teaches that you can learn anywhere and there are nuggets of lessons everywhere in life, not just in the classroom or when you're at school or when you finish college or whatever it is that you're doing. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how we do things in a nutshell. And we do, oh, speaking to that spirituality piece, coming back to that, we will talk about things kind of in our morning session when we read those quotes and we'll go over different spiritual themes around that. We'll set intentions for our day. We will meditate. We'll talk about the chakra system. We'll talk about angels. We'll talk about all the things, whatever comes up, whatever comes up. We'll talk about what's happening astrologically. We talk about all the things. So if that is your vibe, you're in the right place because that's going to be a lot of what we talk about here. And I really do think a lot of homeschooling now that we're going to have more people from the mainstream, because mind you, homeschooling for a long, long time has been very, very strictly religious, or you've pulled your kids because, you know, of your belief system and whatnot. It's kind of the modern day, (laughs) um, what is the, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it. Religious persecution obviously is not what I'm looking for, but it is, you know, we're, people were fleeing in that way, yet staying in their same spot in order to worship however they wanted. So that, really, I feel like is kind of old paradigm homeschooling. And even people who are still managing their homeschool based off of faith, they're still modernizing what they're doing. And you're seeing a lot of different things change and they're not doing school in the classrooms, um, all of the things. So I just think it's such a really, really, really great time to homeschool and to start homeschooling your family. So if it's something that you ever, ever thought of, I say, do it. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. You get all that time back with your babies. You're going to teach them so many valuable things in the home about, 
you know, cleaning up behind themselves, cleaning up their space, which is going to expand out into the way that they walk in the world and the way that they keep their area, you know, tidy and clean, (laughs) you know, and care about those things and care about not leaving trash at the beach or not leaving trash in the ocean or, you know, consuming less plastics or whatever. And I really do believe that that is going to be this new shift that is really, really, really going to make such a huge difference and impact on earth. I really, really do. And that has been a lot of the motivation behind homeschooling for me. It's been a lot of the purpose behind it for me wanting to create a podcast because I've talked to so many parents and they're in the same place, same feeling. There's a lot of parents that are like, you know what? I don't want to teach my kid to jump into a nine to five job and there's nothing wrong with a nine to five job. However, a lot of times some of I'm speaking to some of these parents who maybe their kid has shown this like great talent in sports or you know, I've, especially here in our area, there's a lot of families that have pulled their kids because their kids are really going down the rabbit hole with skating or surfing or snowboarding or all the things, um, soccer, dance. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are just looking at the homeschool model and they're like, wow, like there's so many hours in the day. I could totally teach my kids. We could eat better. We could have more time together. We could make more memories together and they could be doing the thing that they love. And I could be setting them up for a beautiful lifelong experience simply just because I decided to, you know, school at home and take responsibility and take that on for my family. And I really think it's just a really beautiful thing. So that's what I feel is happening with the future of schooling, homeschooling, because it's funny, the, it just especially this last year alone, there have been a lot of families and parents that have come up to me that I would never have ever thought, and they'll, they'll go, you know, I'm really thinking about homeschooling. What? And I'm, I always get giddy. I just love it. I just feel like, welcome to the community. The more, the merrier. And I just, yeah, I love to see it. So, Stepping into this idea of, okay, so I'm homeschooling already, or I'm ready to homeschool. But maybe if you're homeschooling already, you feel like I need a revamp. I need a shake up with new energy. Or maybe you're getting ready to homeschool and you're like, I don't totally know how to start this or, you know, make it cohesive and whatnot. So I like to listen to this other family podcast and they are a family of seven and they travel all over the world with their kids. Their homeschooling is very faith-based. Um, you know, I'm a lover of all people. <laughs> and I really love their philosophy behind their lifestyle. I don't know. I mean, it would be great to travel the world or it would be great to homestead. But honestly... It's probably really just not fit for me. You know, I do like to live in a metropolitan area and I'm not going to lie. I like a mall nearby. Okay. (laughs) I like me a Whole Foods down the street and I like me some DoorDash at any time of the day. It is what it is. So, um, but they have this philosophy and they talk about how everybody's is, every family's, it looks different. 
And the way that they describe it is they call it um, your extraordinary family life. And when I heard that about a year ago, it has totally, totally, totally shifted my perspective and approach to how I plan our days, how I plan our weeks, how I plan our months and the year. Because, you know, we only have so much time with our family. We only have some time, so much time with our kids. And I want to gather as many memories and experiences that are expansive to mine and my family's consciousness in a beautiful, healthy, nourishing way. And that has become the forefront for me. Last year, we were not getting outside as much. Last year, we were not horseback riding. Last year, we were not going with the flow. There was a lot more structure. And when there wasn't structure, I was like stressing out about it. And that shift, that change around those simple words, extraordinary family life, has made all of the difference for me. So I thought it would be a great thing to talk about on the first episode because I feel like what better place to start than to start there. And so, you know, if you're, like I said, if you're already homeschooling, but you kind of want to re-energize yourself, rebrand your homeschool lifestyle, because homeschooling is a lifestyle. It's not just, you know, when you homeschool, I feel like kind of in the way that I'm talking about, or you feel like that's what the reality of it is going to be. It is a lifestyle. Every moment is a teachable moment. You know, you can, school does not just, you don't have to be done with school at two o'clock when everybody else is done. You could have done something wonderful outside in the morning and then you're going to go ahead and do lesson in the evening. Maybe you've done a lot of cool stuff during the week because that's when your partner has time off. And so now you're doing lessons on the weekend. You know, make it, model it however works best for you. And, you know, it's just a great place to really initiate where you want your experience to take your family. And so with that said, I challenge you with that. I challenge you to daydream. Daydream about your perfect week. I would say perfect day. But I think perfect week is a lot more attainable. Because us mamas, we want to do all the things. (laughs) So what does that look like? How many times a day are you guys getting out? Excuse me. How many times a week are you guys getting outside? How often are you hitting the books? What are they learning? What life skills are they learning? What non-traditional subjects are they tapping into during the week? Are they sewing? Are they doing leather making? Are they whittling? Are they gardening? Are they doing coding? Are they cooking? What is it? How does that work for your family? And really see what comes up for you. And then start planning from there. Now is the time to start planning, guys. It is January 2024. And summer will be here soon. And every year, especially if you've never homeschooled before, every year around this time, I feel like all of us mamas start to get the itch of like, okay, what is next year going to look like? Start planting those seeds now. What is it going to look like for you? What is it going to feel like for you? What is it going to feel like for them? Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in with me today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you feel 
inspired. I hope you feel the magic that I feel in homeschooling. And if you really enjoyed our time together, hit subscribe so you can stay tuned in to future episodes. We'll be dropping once a week and we'll talk all things homeschooling, parenthood, motherhood, childhood, and whatever the hell else is going on. Thanks again for your time and space. Have a great day, guys.